Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded. So, Dan. Go on. Oh my God, you're giving me a look now and it makes me a little bit nervous. So so this episode, we are going to stick on the path. What is that path? That path is, we've finally figured out what we mean by innovation. I mean, we should do like five, six episodes in by now. Are we the fifth or the sixth? I don't know. I think we figured it out in the fourth, but we digress. See, me and you digress. We always digress. I think that's what people like. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like brother and sister just having some like random chit chat around I the know, bath. Right? That sounded weird. But <laughs> you're really struggling with this one today, aren't you? Can't get the words out. No. Right. It so... makes a change. Anyway, carry on, Lily. Are you all right there? Do you need help? I've always needed help. Okay. Okay. So focus. We now decide. We've now understood. We've spoken, and we've we've gone. We dug deep into what we mean by innovation and creativity. And with innovation, we we're talking about that it's not necessarily technology for technology's sake. It's not just about being, you know, the first to do something or ahead of people or any of that. It's actually about a way of thinking. You know, you could be innovative by going and um, you know bringing back something that was done old school way. And I'm bringing it a different twist, but it's it's the way the way you think, yeah. and bringing that into the creative world. And we're doing a whole bunch of this series, bringing in people working in different walks of life, yeah. and sort of getting to hear about how they're being innovative and creative in their spaces. Whether it's a chef, whether it's an agency person, whether it's a supplier, whether it's an actor, whether it's a dancer, whether it's a choreographer, yeah. or you know a costume artist, whatever it is, yeah. you know, your mother, my mother you know whatever it is i don't think my mother's innovative i don't know man you'd be not, surprised not judging parents... by the microwave meal she fed me as a kid uh, but anyway i don't know maybe we'll get her on the show and find out <laughs> one day there's a few things she can tell you that's for sure oh, anyway sure. <laughs> that's for a different that's different a different topic. that's a different podcast altogether Completely. but if we're doing this and we're doing this we've clearly interviewed quite a few people that are currently working on a massive project expo yeah huge that on itself uh, let's talk expo like you're living it breathing it i think we're all gonna you're be living in and there. breathing it we are we've been in there yeah but we're you guys have been there, there for you've been in there for a little while you've been in the trenches yeah for sure we've been like definitely involved in it i think it's you know i think it's just really inspiring you listen and see what's happening and stuff like that i think yeah like any mega project of course you know it's, it's a it's a colossal well colossal you know connecting project. minds creating the future i think it's bold i think i really like you know the the, the statements which come out now and I think oh, we, I, I'm not gonna, we do it every time and I don't want to but the C word the, the COVID C word. word but I think you know uh, a world fair a world expo is more relevant now than ever and about bringing the world back together again and about people sharing ideas and being well, innovative expert and being is creative. innovation like it, it's innovation it and creativity it, like it personifies sure. it like the Eiffel Tower the telephone these, these are ice things ice cream was I ice cream, cream is one of yeah, the expos and, then they also, Crystal Palace, was it Alexandra? Crystal Palace in London? That was the host of one of them. The Space Needle in Seattle, apparently. Man, there's a few. Right. Like, Beautiful. Of course. Iconic pieces of architecture, design, innovation, invention. Tech, everything. Yeah. But it was, it was all about people that were, weren't afraid to uh, disrupt, weren't afraid to think differently. Isn't it more about people sharing to, ideas? It is sharing ideas, but a lot, a, lot of, a lot of inventions, a lot of thoughts, a lot of different ways of thinking were shared in this space. That's, that's what the World Expos were about. People coming together and really sharing and talking and using that opportunity to inspire other conversations. 
You know, so not only did people come to a World Expo to share something they've created or to share something they're thinking about, but it was there that a lot of conversations happened that actually inspired, you know, new things to be made, like, afterwards. That's why Expo, Expo's so focused on legacy as well, right? Yeah, so talking about that, so Dubai, I think, Dubai is arguably going to be, is the biggest expo the world has ever seen. I think, you know, essentially, we just mentioned it a second ago, like, it's, it's built a whole it, city. It, there is a legacy aspect do we know? That. Do we know, like, factually, if this is the first city to be built? Because it's literally a city. I don't know. I think... I. I don't know factually, I can't give facts, but I do believe it's like one of the biggest expos ever created. I think Shanghai was probably on Quite an equal big. level. I mean, that's, China's huge, but I think- But um, how much of it was purpose-built? Yeah, I'm not like so what's, sure. Like what's happening down at like Expo Village, Expo City, Expo whatever you well, want. It has a whole legacy aspect. It's all for District 2020, District 2021 now. I don't know what well, there's, there's, it. there's accommodation down there. They've built, they've built infrastructure around it. It's not yeah. just- it's not just the, the buildings for Expo and the pavilions. It's actually people are living down there now where before it was nothing but sandpit. But I think it's also a step more than that. It's, you know, we've all been talking you know, with some of our guests recently or the conversations we've been having is that kind of underbelly of new, emerging, dynamic, creative talent, you know, knowledge sharing, innovation. You know, we keep going back to that. I think you know, essentially it's building infrastructure that allows people to be able to create and share ideas, to be able to think differently, to be able to do things differently. Um, and I think, you know, Dubai in particular is doing a pretty damn good job at positioning itself, moving away from the kind of what, what people see as traditionally as like tourism, travel, commerce, into a place where people trade ideas, people share things, they people do, do, do something different. I think we need to... Uh Interview Sheikh Mo, don't you? I would love to get Sheikh Mo. Wouldn't that on the be podcast. awesome? I mean, you have a more direct line to him than I probably do. <laughs> I wish. Is it in like speed dial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go riding. <laughs> we we go riding on the weekends, man. Yeah. Up at Al Kudra. No, but I just you know, I, I, you know, we, we have touched upon it before when we talk about you know entrepreneurialism. Is that the word? Um, mm. And this place is very dynamic and it's bold. It allows people to do things differently, and you know, it gives people the ability to actually. Oh, hundred percent. The, the leadership here to me really encompass the spirit of what it means to be, to have innovation and creativity. Like this is a purpose-built city. Like it's, it's one of the only places in the world where they literally got to plan out the city, not just a city block, not just a building, not just a master plan, but an entire city. Like, come on, how, how many years have you been here now? 14, 14 10 years, 10, oh no, more. 12, 10, 12 to 14 years. We've literally watched roads being built overnight. Literally. You know, we've, we've watched buildings go up. We've watched, you know, land get reclaimed and the palm get built. This, this like, how often do get people get to watch that? Yeah. You know, any other place in the world that places grow organically, the shop on the corner at some point or another may or may not appear. Here, it's built. It's like there will be a shop here. Yeah. There will be an experience there. We want to build a I mean, ski a slope up there. I mean, to build on, so it's easier. I know, but they've they've had the vision to build it. They, you know, it, they didn't just leave it at willy-nilly, let it happen. Yeah. There was creativity. There was that headspace. There was that ability to be innovative. The the leadership didn't have to, you know, but that's, uh, but I think they're, they've, like, kudos to them for having that vision and having the courage 
You know, people thought they were mad. True story. So going back to what we were talking about, I mean, like, this is kind of like a prelude into some other discussions which mm. we're going to have with guests about Expo. And I guess, you know, it's about that, that vision as well. Like, mm. I think that they won the, you know, we won the bid, the city won the bid like eight years ago. So to have that vision of producing a mega event that essentially brings the world back together and is at the forefront of new ideas, new discussion, new ways of thinking. Well, the whole thing was, oh, how, you know, how could, how could possibly a country that's only been around for, you know, not even, it would have been 40-odd years at that point, how could you possibly host, uh, you know, a world expo that's been and going you, around? And, and do you not think it's really apt that through coincidence and fate and whatever that it's mm. fallen into the year of the Golden Jubilee? I know, right? When 50 years. 50 years. That I mean, gave me goosebumps, actually. 50 years is a big milestone. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're closer to it than I am, however. <laughs> oh, Oh, I'm going to let that one slip, my friend. No, but I think there's a lot of discussion right now about the next 50 years. And I really do believe that with everything that's happening right now, and again, the conversations we've been mm. having, the guests we're speaking to, it is a really exciting time. Oh, it's going to be really, really cool. Like we've got, we've got a few, we've got a few speakers, a few guests that we're speaking to that are directly um, connected to Expo and working on Expo. So that's why for me, it was quite important for us to actually take a moment to talk about Expo itself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually, it's planting the seeds and, and giving people permission. So going back to, you mentioned something before about legacy. What do you think that legacy is? Expo's legacy? Yeah. Or its role in defining and creating a legacy? Wow, that's a good one. That's a very good question. I think it's the best question I've ever asked. I think it is. I know. You're actually silent for the first time ever. You're silent for the first time in my freaking life. What's going on? What legacy are they going to leave? I think one of the things that they've done, and they've done really well, is they are staying true to their three uh, major pillars. So they've said sustainability, opportunity, and mobility. Look at what they're building a lot of mega events around the world that have happened, what happens to that space afterwards? Well, completely destroyed. I mean, it's temporary. Well, look at, it, look it, what happens well, not, at the Olympics or well, whatever. Well, not just destroyed. It ends up becoming a ghost town. Well, a white elephant. You know, complete ghost town. What, what, is, what, is, the, what is the legacy of Expo? Is that it's going to be there forever and yeah. it's going to get used. Yeah, sure. Didn't they say there's... Okay, so they've got accommodation that's being built down there. The building and everything that they're doing is going to be sustainable from the perspective that it will be reused. The universities are going to go down there, but universities are going down there. They've moved, if I'm not mistaken, the trade center is also moving down there. Uh, Not moving, but they're going to have a presence down there. A second space there. They've put hotels down there. That space will be alive. It's not going to turn into a ghost town. Now, if ever anyone's created a very smart legacy, that's expo to me. And then, again... Lots of partners, everyone that's involved, each of them are creating their own legacy that they're leaving behind. Like I know that there's a a lot of, um, with regards to the side of opportunity and sustainability again, and I know there's some entities that are looking at programs of how they can look at, uh, you know, sort of helping the charities around the world, helping the people that are less fortunate than us, but doing it with respect. You know, I can't say too much about that project, but I know that that's but something that's do you think it's incre- Do you not think it's incredible that the UAE is positioning itself this way and that it's really driving forward this innovation and forward thinking from a country that's only been around for essentially 50 years? I don't, but I, I don't think that um, it's a surprise. It's not a surprise, but I think it's a pretty incredible. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But I don't think it, like, for me, it's not a surprise at all. If anyone was going to claim that statement... It's the right country. Of course, of course. You know. I'm extremely excited to see who we get on the show in the next few weeks. I know. 
yeah, and how we can continue these discussions. Brilliant. It's going to be awesome. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. And I believe it, yeah, it's going to be it's so going to be really pretty incredible, I think. Tune in, guys. Indeed. Lots of innovation. Good to see you, Lily. Good to see you, Dan. Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are... The Loaded.